bought a pair of shoes that I didn't need. The same ones I saw on my Instagram feed. My feet hurt real bad and my bank account's dry. I made a bad decision and I don't know why. Some people may say I blew it, but marketing made me do it. Welcome to another mini-sode of Marketing Made Me Do It. I'm one of your hosts, Sydney. And I'm Sylvia. And we are here talking about the latest and greatest in marketing. And we're starting off with a special unboxing that I know you all have been waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) I have been waiting for for two weeks now, or over two weeks now since you texted me. I'm so excited. So I know what it is. I splurged on something for the podcast So this is my marketing made me do it from last week. And Sylvia is going to do the honors of opening it today. Yeah, I, uh, it's sitting right next to me and it says it's fragile, fragile. And I don't know what it is. And Sydney put the sense of urgency all of a sudden last night (laughs) or two nights ago, or was it last Last night? night, Yeah. But it's like, something has come up. We we have to do it tomorrow. And I'm like, what is it? Like, is it cake? (laughs) Is it going to go bad? We had to record today. We, we had planned to record tomorrow, but we had to record today. And today is September 1st for those mm-hmm. who aren't in the room with us. So do you want to do the honors? Okay. We've got this super boring brown box and I've already opened it. So it should be pretty easy just to make sure everything was, was solid. Some ASMR unboxing <laughs> sounds for our listeners. Well, you so know. So we don't edit this out. We want to make sure that you feel like you're with me here unboxing. What is this? Oh, no, you did not. <laughs> I splurred. <laughs> This is amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was not so far off. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> Try not to give it away with my face of like, mm, it's close to cake. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who have listened to our last, last episode, the viral episode, you probably remember us talking about some delicious cronuts from Dominique Ansel. Uh, Alsal's Bakery in New York. And guess what Sydney ordered? (laughs) (laughs) They ship online. I was editing that episode and I was like, you know, I've ordered food from New York before and it's been delivered overnight and a company this big, I thought maybe you can order online. So I just did a little bit of digging and they'll sell a four pack. I can't believe. Oh, so you already had one. (laughs) Oh, no, no. no. So they they come in. (laughs) <laughs> they come in four. There's three in the box that Sylvia is looking at uh, because my husband, Austin, went out of town this weekend. And on the little slip that they give you, it says you have to enjoy like the day that you get them. And so I sent him off with one. I oh. wanted him to try it. So did they arrive yesterday then? or They today? arrived yesterday. They uh-huh. arrived a day early. That was the whole why we had to record early. But they come in this, you know, orange box and... It's, they'll send you the flavor of the month. So August flavor was matcha and coconut and you can't, wow. you can't choose another flavor. That's the flavor that we get. So I hope that you like coconut and matcha. I mean, I <laughs> don't know. We'll find out in just a minute. Uh, that's amazing. This is really high end. I'm so excited. Yeah. So 
I'm sorry. Maybe we won't record ourselves munching on cronuts, but we'll we'll come back here shortly Mm -hmm. and report on how if it's worth it. Well, they smell delicious so far. Five minutes later. So we're both in a food coma. We're (laughs) we're just looking at each other in our food comas, and I only ate like three quarters of mine, and it put me in a bit of a state. Yeah, definitely, it's very filling, but it was very good. It was um, very good. Yeah, so it was good. If you're buying these at home, though, eat them the day they arrive, guys. Because <laughs> ours was not, you could just tell, they were not the Dominique Gonsal that you would get in New York because they were a little, they were like day-old cronuts. <laughs> but still really good. They weren't good. quite fla- as flaky as they mm-hmm. could have been. Although I wonder to what extent the donut sogginess of a donut plays into it as well. Well, I mean, you had you touched them yesterday, so... I touched all of them yesterday. <laughs> no, the one I gave to Austin, I like scratched the side, you know, and it made the sound yeah. because it was that flaky. So I should have just been like, Sylvia, come over now. <laughs> it's an emergency. No, <laughs> no that um, it was still delicious, though. I get it. I would say it too. Eat it the day of or at mm-hmm. least take them out of the packaging and like let them at the yeah let them air dry <laughs> let them air dry on the counter with just like a little bit of saran wrap or foil on the top but yeah if you want to splurge our recommendation is listen to episode 5 this episode is going viral yep and just enjoy that with a cronut from new york that sounds perfect yeah and i mean from a from a taste perspective um i i loved it because it was not overly sweet it was a little tart it, although I have to say, I didn't really taste a lot of the coconut and a lot of the matcha, although I had to ask you what matcha tastes taste like, so <laughs> maybe I'm not the, the person to judge. Um, but I, you know, compared to the bakery that we get here at Safeway and our regular grocery stores, they're overly sweet and have typically like a two, three, four, five centimeter layer of icing. <laughs> Yeah. And um, this was very, very pleasant. It was uh, very subtle, not overly sweet, very enjoyable. What do you think? I agree with everything you said. Also very messy. Yes. Very I, sticky. Very sticky and messy. I spilled some on my on my pants, so it's a good thing I'm not going anywhere because I have like this big, you know, ganache mess on my pants. <laughs> But that's typical. So if you're a spiller like I am, just, you know, bib it up. And I mean, don't don't feel shy going out into public with your messy <laughs> pants. It's a great talking point, you know? Like, have you ever tried Dominique Ancel's cronut? These are the leftovers. <laughs> you should try them and listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Let's, we sh- we'll do that again sometime. Yeah. Now I feel yeah. like I have to figure something out that we're splurging on next time. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's your turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to tell you what, but it's not going to be the, the, not the shoes. Cheese. Oh man. That's what I was insinuating. It had to be the Swiss cheese boots. We'll think of something else. Have no. you seen the egg shoes? I have not. I'm a little scared. They're heels, but the, the heel has like a cracked egg. No. On it. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe you get those. Maybe. Or maybe I'm just going to buy the, the next fire festival oh, tickets. Don't do that. That would be good content. I feel like that's the reason they sold out, though, don't you think? Because there are people like, I'm going to get a front row seat to this dumpster fire. 
But still, I cannot believe that they sold out. Like when I read that, I was like, what in the world? Maybe, do you want to give a little bit of context let's, what we're talking about? Let's go and let's live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> do it for the gram. Here's how pod. not to plan an event. <laughs> we're here at Firefest too, and it's chaos. Can you just imagine? That would be <laughs> such good content. Didn't we talk about Firefest in episode five as well? We did. Yeah. And so timely. I know. We're just... <laughs> Pros, pros at this, but um, do you want to give a little bit of background? What we're talking about, what happened with the Firefest? Sure. So the Firefest was the making of Ja Rule and Billy McFarland. Can't believe I remember their, you know, his name specifically. And it was a very poorly produced festival that was marketed as like super high end, and it had a lot of celebrity influencers promoting it. And when festival attendees got there, it was just a giant beep show (laughs) there's no other way to describe it we try to be clean on this podcast but it was a disaster and there was there wasn't the infrastructure there wasn't the entertainment nothing was as was promised and it was so bad that uh billy mcfarland went to jail for like six years i think well he has some he has some fraud uh background and True. On top of that, the fire festival, I think there was definitely some fraudulent yeah. activity there. And then I think he wanted to turn it around afterwards being more fraudulent. He <laughs> so. was lying to investors for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But just the, now, right after our episode aired, we're just so close to being so timely. So timely. Right after the episode aired, um, he announced he's doing a fire festival too. And from what I gather, and again, this is someone who frauds people, so who knows if he's telling the truth, but he said the first drop of tickets sold out without anybody having any information. So it just sounds like a repeat of the first one. And yeah. didn't he like plan it in his penitentiary when it, wherever he was? I don't know. I think that's what I read. Can you imagine having that much confidence? I know. <laughs> I wish I had that type I of know. confidence. It's like, oh, you can't get me down. I'm just going to pull myself back up. Do it again. I'm curious if Ja Rule is part of the... Because, I mean, this must have impacted his his like his like brand, right? Because he was known as this rapper and businessman. and Yeah, last I saw of Ja Rule was on a drive to San Diego. I saw a billboard, and I was actually kind of intrigued because it was a concert at a casino with him and Ashanti. Oh, so, really? Wouldn't that be fun? Throwback. I yeah, so it. he's... I know he's doing a throwback kind of tour right mm. now. Hopefully he's not... You don't want to get in the mix. You don't want to be an employee of Fire Festival. You don't want to go to... You just do not want to be connected with that. Nope. Unless it's for podcasting. Unless, I guess, or if you just need a little jolt of of, of drama in your life, <laughs> that might be another reason. But if you're curious why we're advising you against it, uh, take a look at the Netflix documentary. Yes. It was very stressful. It was. It was. It was really stressful. So, good luck to Billy McFarland and mostly to the attendees. Good yeah. luck. It's going to be interesting to see how the Firefest will continue the sales for it and the news. So we'll keep an eye out and report back if there's anything newsworthy. We hope you enjoyed today's mini sode. It was short and sweet. Follow us on Instagram at Marketing Made Me Do It. Join the conversation. Thanks for listening and rate our podcast when you have a chance. It would really help us out and we would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.